Today on CityCast Pittsburgh, quality of life for Black women here is worse than any other similar city in America. There's a study backing that up, and it explains why so many are leaving for better pay and opportunities. Tara Neidia is a designer and a writer whose final column for Pittsburgh City Paper was written for Black women thinking about moving to Pittsburgh as she prepares to leave the city. It's Wednesday, November 30th. I'm Morgan Moody, and this is CityCast Pittsburgh. There's been a lot of change at Pittsburgh City Paper this year, and you're part of that wave of change. You've just written your final column for the paper, What Would I Tell a Black Woman About Moving to Pittsburgh?, so I don't know, in a couple words, what would you tell a black woman about moving to this city? Um, in a few words, I would say it's very beautiful. It's green. It's gorgeous. Um, and I would say it's very challenging. Um, as, as much as we are essential and integral to Pittsburgh's past, present, and future, we're very rarely discussed as central to the region. And so I think that there's lots of challenges to be truly seen, heard, and acknowledged, represented, and celebrated in a way that we deserve. And you're native to here, so how has your experience been? Like being here, does that change the way you answer that question? Because you still live here, right? You're not leaving. Uh. (laughs) Oh, no, no. (laughs) Why are we losing so many Uh, Black creatives? It's just. The city just doesn't really truly appreciate what we have to offer. I don't feel like there are enough outlets and opportunities for us. I don't think that there are enough institutions and platforms for us. And so it's like at some point it just becomes really tiring because I know that for me personally, I just felt like I was writing these columns. I was putting my heart and soul into it. I really wanted people to read it. I I had this kind of naive sense that maybe it would be able to provide um, a way to have people think differently and maybe change things for the better. And maybe that was just silly (laughs) on my part. But um, I think ultimately Mm. you want to be in a community, in a place that celebrates who you are, that represents who you are, that's a reflection of your loves and your ambitions and care and concerns. And Pittsburgh just makes it way, 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 way too hard. Um, And for me, I just don't see the return on investment. Um, to use maybe a crass commercialized way, but mm. like you're pouring yourself into a city that doesn't really give much back to you. It just kind of keeps asking things of you. Are you are you uh, willing to share generally maybe where you're headed if it's not a specific location? But yeah, um, I I actually uh, got a uh, artist residency in West Africa, so I'm going to be going to Senegal in January. And then I'm going to see what happens after that. <laughs> yeah, that's beautiful. In your, in your column, you said the shorthand for Pittsburgh is whiteness. And there have been so many writers that have described Pittsburgh as just being this sort of utopia, you know, for white people, but not really for black people. But I guess, can you kind of explain what you meant behind your writing? I feel like 
it comes from, it wasn't the way that I was raised. It wasn't my experience growing up. I, I felt like I had this very multicultural, multiracial, multi-faith kind of experience growing up and going to Hindu temple and synagogues and all this part of this. Your, your father is an artist, yeah. the world-renowned sculptor Thaddeus Mosley. So I kind of feel like you had that exposure sort of built in. Exactly, exactly. So there'd be like drum circles, there'd be Irish drums and African drums and all these different kinds of things. So that's what I grew up with. So when I came back to Pittsburgh in the early 2000s, and I saw what to me felt like there was more of a sense of losing some of that celebration of multiculturalism, I was really surprised. And I thought that um, I didn't understand why I felt like it was going backwards instead of forwards. And mm. so I feel like there's this sense that you have people who were born and raised in Pittsburgh. In my generation, I'm Gen X, who left Pittsburgh. And some of us tried to come back and left, and some of us just never tried coming back. And then you have people who are from smaller cities in Pennsylvania who then come to Pittsburgh. And for them, Pittsburgh is the big city. But for a lot of right. people in my generation who moved around, like D.C., New York, Philly, Los Angeles, all of these places are places that we went to. And so for us, Pittsburgh is a medium-sized to small city. But for other people, this is the biggest city that they've lived in, right. the biggest city that they'll ever live in. So to them, it does feel like, wow, here's this dynamic place. And seeing maybe one black person or one brown person in a restaurant feels like, diversity, quote unquote, um, and feels like multiculturalism, quote unquote. And I've been in that situation where I've been the only black person and suddenly it's like, wow, people will actually say this is such a diverse place. And I'm like, oh, do I have a teacher that says I'm diversity here? Because that's not how I consider myself. So I feel like a lot of that has happened. Right. The, the population lost, who comes, who stays, who feels comfortable, who doesn't. And that's kind of exasperated by the gentrification, the rising housing prices, all of the construction, all of the right. kind of waiting for the climate crisis to come for Pittsburgh to become this kind of more of a haven, I guess. Hmm. You know, so I feel like we just kind of made that decision that we are going to focus on that kind of whiteness that like we want to make suburbanites and rural whites comfortable in the city. So what do we do? to make that happen. And part of that is to get rid of the black folks, right? There's been a um, lot fewer black people live in Pittsburgh and that's just the way it is right now. And I feel like that's kind right. of been by design. Yeah. There was research um, from the city's gender equity commission back in 2019 that shows black women leaving Pittsburgh for things like better pay, um, feeling like they, you know, hit a ceiling at work. In your article, you mention the columnist for City Lab, Brenton Mock, who talks all the time in his work or did, you know, when he was living here about this not being a livable city for black women, particularly. I have lived in other cities, you know, moved back. So I'm one of those people. Um, but there are many cities that aren't great for black women across the world, you know. Mm -hmm. So what makes Pittsburgh particularly, you know, worse or, or less livable? Yeah, I feel like Pittsburgh is worse because there's there's like like what do we get out of it? <laughs> mm -hmm. You know, because there's lots of cities that are tough, but like if you live in New York, you're in New York, you're in the city, capital T, capital C. You know, so there's places that it's a challenge, but I'm getting something out of it. You know, I go to Detroit and within 10 minutes of walking around, I have men who can who see me mm -hmm. who want my phone number. 
I can be in Pittsburgh and I have been in Pittsburgh for years without even meeting someone I want to have coffee with. Right. So where <laughs> there's, you know, where there's, there's always going to be a challenge because we live in a white patriarchal capitalist world. And as a black woman, we are not part of that, you know, paradigm. Um, but you can get something out of other places that just doesn't happen in Pittsburgh. The show today is brought to you by an incredible local resource, AIDS Free Pittsburgh, and their pledge to end the HIV AIDS epidemic in Allegheny County by 2030. If that is a cause that is close to your heart, make sure you're around for their biggest event of the summer, the sixth annual Too Hot for July. It is a party, but it is also a chance to get confidential HIV and STI testing for free, plus info on the incredible preventative medicines we have now to keep yins happy, healthy, and feeling your most confident out on the town. So come on out to Allegheny Commons East Park on Thursday, May 30th. Yes, July is in the name, but the event is in May. Don't get confused. May 30th from 4 to 10 p.m. There will be DJ sets, a health fair and marketplace, a ballroom-inspired dance battle, cash bar, food trucks, and more. Plus, a performance by Tony Award winner Alex Newell, a.k.a. Unique, from Glee. This is all thanks to True Tea Pittsburgh and so many folks doing the good work out here in the community. So do not miss out. Learn more at TooHotForJuly.com. And Tarnay, for people, our listeners that may not know, you're a fashion designer as well. I was laughing, you know, doing my research on you because I was like, I have I have seen your artwork at m- m- many different exhibitions. Honestly, I don't even know how you t- found the time to write. Um, but <laughs> your 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 designs are like very intricate beadwork. And can you talk about the the inspiration for that art that you create you know, through fashion? Yeah, um, I'm really interested in the connections of us as human beings, and I'm really very interested in the connections of indigenous artisans, indigenous innovation, technology, and creativity. So I started a collaboration called Adia Dega, which works with Maasai women in Kenya and artisans Mm -hmm. from the Oneida Indian Nation of New York, and we work together just by connecting the most fundamental parts of who we are as women creators. So we pick a theme, water or the color blue or healing, and we build collections together with Mm -hmm. sustainable materials and beadwork. um, And that's what we've been doing for almost 10 years now. Um, I've been working with the Maasai for that long. And then the Oneida came in a a couple years after that. Will you still be connecting with people uh, through your writing in any way? Yeah, I'm trying to figure out exactly how and what I'm going to do about that because I still have ideas I want to share. And with the travels, I also want to write about the traveling. So I want to figure out a way to keep keep writing. I think that my next focus is just going to be about black people traveling the world. Mm Um, because I know that when I'm researching places, I want to learn more about what my experience would be as a black woman. 
uh, as a black American woman. And a lot of times yeah. when I'm reading about travel, that part really isn't included. Right. So I want to be able to create resources for people who are looking to travel who can say, well, okay, I hear what your experience was, but what would my big experience be? Yeah. Um, so I think that that's what I'll probably end up doing. For uh, the black girls, the black femmes, the black women all the black people uh, that might still be, you know, Pittsburgh is kind of, we might not have many options right now. So maybe this is kind of the home that we have to make work. Um, I want to leave with some hope. So do you have any hope for Pittsburgh moving forward? You know, when you leave, is there anything that you want to see when you come back? Yeah, I want to see more black women and friends in leadership. I want to see more black women and friends celebrated I want to see more black women and friends who are entrepreneurs, not because they have been pushed out of too many predominantly white spaces, but because they really have the desire to own a business and run a business and get the support that they need. I'd like to see fundamental resources, whether that's money or space, be held by more black folks Mm. so that even if you're starting something and you're black, you don't always have to go to a predominantly white space in order to do it. Um, I would love to see more black writers and black publications and more care and love. Um, The healthcare industry needs to step up and take care of black women and femmes better. Mm. Um, And I would really love, 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 love to see um, an abolitionist movement that changes the way public safety is taken care of so that there's a sense of if there, if I do need help of a black woman, if I does need help, she can find it. Um, Pittsburgh is my home. This is where I was born. Um, I'm still working on projects that will probably bring me, bring me back to Pittsburgh. So mm-hmm. I would never like say, you know, goodbye and never again. But I know that black women, black fans are such a central part an essential part to Pittsburgh. And by, recognizing that and honoring that and celebrating that we celebrate everybody. Mm. And so I think that that is something that can happen. It should happen. And hopefully with new leadership, with a black mayor, with a black woman, Congresswoman, Mm. we can start seeing some changes, but it really has to happen um, across every organization uh, in order for it to really, really take hold. Otherwise we're just going to keep losing people. Tarane Aria is a designer and writer based for now, at least in Pittsburgh. Tarane, thank you so much. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. A little more news before you go. Be prepared to spend a little more time cleaning off your car this winter. Pennsylvania legislators passed a new law that allows police to give drivers a ticket if they leave snow buildup on their car. It's for your own safety. And if you don't fully clean off your car, you could end up with a fine between $200 and $1,500. So clean it off. And there's at least one old bridge in Pittsburgh that people will be thrilled to use. The Allegheny River Trail Park bought the Brilliant Line Railroad Bridge, and it's getting converted into a pedestrian trail across the river. It'll connect Homewood to Sharpsburg and Aspenwall and allow walkers and cyclists to avoid car traffic on the Highland Park Bridge. While the park representatives are celebrating the acquisition, they admit that the construction process is going to be complicated and they don't have a timeline for completion yet. That's all for today here on CityCast Pittsburgh. 
If you enjoyed the show, tell a friend, rate the show, leave us a review, subscribe to our morning newsletter, and we'll be back tomorrow morning with more news from around the city. So we'll see you then. Where did all the black people go? That's the only part of the song I know.